Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. In today's episode, I have a very special guest with us. I have Adam Gersten. Hey, Adam, how's it going? Good. Hey, how are you? I am fantastic. It's a beautiful sunny day in Las Vegas. How about yourself? I'm doing well. It's a pretty sunny day here in Atlanta, Georgia. All right. So, Adam, why don't you go ahead and give us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into it. Sure. Um, my name is Adam Gerson. I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I'm doing a startup right now. It's called LFG Nexus. LFG stands for looking for group, looking for game, looking for get together. Uh, and what we're trying to do is um, help. Uh, we're, we're creating a social media platform for gamers. Certainly. Okay, and we're going to get into that you know, quite extensively here. But before I begin, I start every podcast with a single question. I ask everybody this, just kind of a, a fun question to get us started. So on a scale of 1 to 10, Adam, 10 being high, how weird are you? Um, I don't, um, I'm a bit weird. Um, I'm not that much more. If the average person is, let's say, maybe a 5, I don't know, um, maybe a 6 or 7, um, I don't think I'm like super weird, but maybe a little bit more than the average person. And why would you say that? Uh, you know, I'm kind of really into gaming. Uh, I've been LARPing, if you're familiar with that, for about 25 years now. Um, you know, I just like different things and than everybody else based upon just the likes of, of my friends. Uh, okay. Usually I take things a little bit further. Certainly. Okay. So maybe we'll talk about LARPing a little bit, but um, let's talk about you as a gamer because this is the Gamerpreneur. I want your gaming cred before we really get into it. So when did you first start playing video games? So the first, I mean, so now to be honest, I'm going to date myself. Like I was born like in the mid seventies. So, you know, I grew up and I had an Atari 2600 by the time I was five or six. Um, so I got started there. Um, you know, went on to Nintendo, um, you know, had an Apple IIe. Um, by the time I was 10 or 12, roughly somewhere around there. Um, so I've kind of been into video games pretty much since the start, really. Okay, wonderful. So you've, you've kind of had the whole gamut of games. Uh, what's your favorite genre? Um, you know, I kind of like, I still like MMOs, you know, they pretty much died, but kind of with the resurgence of WoW and WoW Classic coming back, that's definitely one of my favorites. Um, additionally, I like fighting games. Um, back when I was in high school, I went to the arcade like every day and I missed basically when Street Fighter 2 came out. That was really good Street Fighter 2. Um, in fact, I go to game conventions now and they usually have like the free version where, or, well, they have it on free play and they let people play and I usually beat everyone I, I play against. Oh man, I could never get used to the joystick while playing that and like six buttons. Like, I don't got enough fingers for that. Exactly. So that's my problem. I hate playing it on like a console um, just because I need the six buttons. I'm used to that. So that's been my struggle trying to play it on other types of uh, console games. If you look it up, I'm fairly certain you could find a joystick button thing to, to plug into your system. True. Uh, they do. I mean, they're, they're not cheap. I think it's even around 200 bucks or so. Oh man. Well then. <laughs> so, uh, what's your favorite game of all time? Then you've you've basically played them all. You know, still it, it's probably still World of Warcraft. I still just really liked it. I had a lot of fun with it when it first came out, and when I played, and you know, we were doing the forty man raids and stuff like that, and it was just, you know, there was so much, you know, companionship and camaraderie, and you know, competition even uh, with it. 
that, that I absolutely agree. No, that's pretty much why I played it as much as I did. And like, I'd be the guy who just circled the city because I had nothing better to do other than chatting with people. That's like, that was the main point of playing. It was to be able to chat with people. Uh, so Hoarder Alliance. Uh, so to be fair, we played Alliance, but that's because one of my friends was just really just would not play Horde. And he was like, oh, I don't want to stare at these, you know, ugly things all day. It's going to get me depressed. So we want to play an Alliance. Um, but kind of since him and some of my other, other friends kind of faded out, I've been going back and forth. Okay. Um, hey, no, there's no hate here. And I'm um, Alliance. I, pre- too, I so. really prefer Horde, to be honest. <laughs> I, I did play Alliance. All right. So that's fantastic. Uh, I'm sure we'll kind of bring up some of those, those things you did because I basically learned business while playing Warcraft. And the book I wrote is called The Warcraft of Business. And it was my time explaining how I was a guild leader, raid leader, main tank, all the lessons that you kind of get going from a a shy person to to having to do all that. And so I'm sure we'll get some chatting on that while we're going. So can you tell me about your uh, your professional background? Get to the preneur part of this. Sure. So, um, you know, I'll be honest, I I did a lot of different things um, when I was younger. And then basically about 10 years ago, I mean, just everything went belly up in 2009 or 2008, 2009. At that point, what I was doing, I was a loan processor. I was helping franchisees uh, get money to start their franchise. And the problem was, you know, all the all the businesses or, or all the capital just got dried up. You know, nobody was lending any money right then when everything happened. So I had to find something new. And from there, I was like, oh, what am I going to do? I couldn't find a job, just anything. And um, I wound up being able to take some courses on web design, web development. And so I went ahead and took these courses. Um, I learned how to be a web designer. And then from there, I started building websites. And then I realized that as much as I, after I built a website, I had to be a salesperson to get the next website. So I actually started learning more SEO and search engine optimization. From there, I realized, oh, look, I could just charge people monthly for it. And I didn't have to be as much of a salesperson. I sell them once, I keep them in good health, their websites, and I just, you know, keep going. And so I've been really doing SEO. And then from there, I learned Facebook ads, Google AdWords. I'm working on chatbots right now. And so uh, I have my own little digital marketing agency. Fantastic. So uh, before we kind of get into it, let's talk chatbots. I love chatbots. My, okay. uh, my wife built an MLM business in one month. She had like 33 people sign up in India using chatbots. Wow. Didn't even have to speak the language. Google Translate did it all for us. That's crazy. So were so, you using like um, ManyChat? ManyChat, yeah. So can you kind of explain what a chatbot is? So uh, it's kind of an automated way to ask and answer questions and take people through different types of processes, depending on what you're trying to do. Um, so for example, you know, you can build a chatbot for, let's say, a chiropractor, and you can kind of set up a few initial questions that people tend to have, like, you know, what are your hours? Or um, maybe do like, what are your, what are the big services that you offer? And from there, people can click on the button and it'll give them an automated answer based upon that particular question. Or you can also have something that leads to more kind of, um, not your typical questions that, um, will then be sent to like an operator or, or directly to like an email where people can ask more questions about it, or, or that can go directly to a person that is in the know of what's going on. That's, you know, something that's not pre-programmed. But if it is something pre-programmed, you can take them through and say, okay, well, here are hours. And then the next thing that comes up is you can be like, hey, would you like to schedule an appointment? Or things to kind of push them to that next level to get them through your process and into your pipeline and, and maybe even you know, sell them on some sort okay. of product or service. All right. And are, are they all that difficult to set up? Actually, no. Um, they're usually pretty simple um, or fairly simple. 
Um, most of these places, uh, I mean, other, to be fair, I've only used two, really. Um, one was through Facebook Messenger, um, and it's called ManyChat. We've discussed it. It's pretty simple to, to do. You can even tag people um, with different types of tags so that you can email them later based upon their tag. So, like, if someone came to the chatbot through, you know, well, obviously through Facebook, but maybe if they're asking certain questions, you might say, okay, well, this is, you know, a chiropractor patient or this is a dentist patient. And then you can basically um, sort them into groups and then maybe send out emails just to chiropractors, just to dentists, just to, you know, that sort of thing. So there's a lot of stuff you can do with that. Uh, thank you. That's a beautiful top level explanation. And I really recommend anybody who if you've never heard of, of a chat bot. It's one of the coolest things. It really is mm -hmm. super cool how you can basically automate an entire conversation with someone and then not really realize it. Mm -hmm. So definitely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we also use it at another job I worked for where it was more uh, website based, but um, yeah, as long as you just write the script of kind of what comes next and you could kind of predict some of the things they say, you could take them through your process. Absolutely. Okay. So tell us about LFG Nexus. So LFG Nexus is a social media platform that we're building for gamers. And what we're doing is we're trying to take and give people a better place to um, come to and talk to one another and not have all the noise or just the craziness of some of the social media platforms that are currently out there. You know, right now, there's a, just a lot of divisive stuff going on. We're trying to stay away from that and just kind of keep it more relative to gaming. Um, what we're looking to bring into uh, LG Nexus, or, or who rather, is any type of gamer. So even if you're a writer or an artist, if you're a board gamer, if you play Magic the Gathering or, or um, uh, tabletop games like D&D, Shadowrun, just the whole genre, as well as into the esports as well. Um, so we're not just esports. We're really trying to pull everybody in um, because there isn't a real good place to find to, to get answers or meet people and talk to people. And uh, part of LFG Nexus is the whole looking for group, which is where the LFG comes from. Again, World of Warcraft reference, um, or at least that's where I first heard of LFG. So what we're trying to do is bring people in, bring in merchants, uh, bring in other stores that might be gaming related in your area. So imagine if you could wake up again, you know, one Saturday or Sunday morning, and be like, you know, I don't know what I want to do today. And you could come into our system and take a look and see a map of all that's basically like a Google map with different colored pins that would basically say, these are different events that are taking place today. And then you can get involved into your local gaming community. And you know, whether it's go to a store, maybe there's a tournament, maybe, maybe there's a LARP, you know, maybe there's, you know, just be aware of everything that's going on. So you get as engaged or, or not engaged as you like. Additionally, you know, help find other groups of people that are playing games that you want to play. So there's a lot of people, you know, here, I'm kind of fortunate here in Atlanta, there's one place and they have a couple hundred people at their game store on certain nights. And, you know, not everybody has that. In fact, most people probably don't. So what we want to do is we want to help build this community of gamers to find other gamers to play with and just meet, connect, and, you know, socialize. So, for example, we just started talking about World of Warcraft based on completely different experiences, but on the same game. And so we can kind of relate at least on some level. And so we're trying to help people, you know, just get more involved in the gaming world and the community and just, you know, get more out of it. Okay, that's so cool. So um, normally people would start a business like this because they see a need in the community. Is, is it really that hard out there for us gamers to like connect with our own, so to speak? 
Um, you know, I think it's getting easier. Uh, if you are to look at what's going on in what's now mainstream, which um, has, you know, obviously continues to change, but with Stranger Things, Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, Star Wars, The Mandalorian, all these things, all of this geek culture or, or gamer culture stuff is now becoming mainstream. So it's starting to become a little bit more um, accessible to people. But at the same time, it wasn't too long ago where people were still kind of a little bit ashamed if they played certain games like you wouldn't know if your next door neighbor played those games because they were kind of, you know, a little hush hush about it. Or I've got another friend that, you know, he's been marketing for 10 or 15 years and he dreads having that conversation with some new girl that he was like, how do I explain I'm a larker? Um, so, you know, I, I definitely think that there's still a need uh, for people to be able to find one another and, and have these build relationships and have these friendships. Most of my friendships that I've had, um, you know, right after high school where I started LARPing, and probably about 85% of my friends currently, 25 years later, are from those LARPs. So I think that there's still definitely a need for people to connect and, you know, find one another and and enjoy gaming. People love gaming. Absolutely. You got to find your tribe. So um, where at in the process is LFG Nexus? Is it live? So we do have what we call an alpha out there. Um, if you, and actually, if you just go to lfgnexus.com, there's a little button that says um, go to the, or click to go to the alpha. And in the alpha, it, it works completely. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It works great. It's um, basically you know, a place very similar to you know, other types of social media where you can log in, create groups, create pages. Um, you can post events. You can chat with people. It even has like um, gifts and stuff like that. It's a very complete system. You can find other people that are local to you and um, so that's definitely a very complete and place where people can go. The reason why we call it alpha is because at this point, we're still trying to add a little bit more of the gamer flavor onto it. Um, and once we do that, we'll be in what we call the beta. Now, uh, we actually have our developers working. We should probably have something in about two or three weeks that will um, t- take us into the beta phase. And that's where you'll see the actual looking for group system uh, working as well as this whole map system that I talked about earlier where you can uh, find local businesses, and you know, get involved in your local community, uh, as well as uh, build pages, build blogs, there's forums, there's marketplaces. Um, so all of that will be done within the next couple of weeks. Okay. Or should be done in the next couple of weeks. All right, so you have a developer doing this. You're not doing this yourself. So I'm not a developer. Um, I know SEO, I know Facebook ads, I've built websites before, but I am not a developer. I, I don't get into that level of technical stuff. I, I, I could do some stuff. Uh, through the SEO and things like that and redirects and and some of the uh, technical audits, but not a developer. Okay, so what is your role then? I'm not, I don't mean to like make put on the spot, but like. No, no, that's fine. Um, you know, that's, that's what I'm here. So I'm actually the person that came up with the idea. Um, so it was, you know, my idea of like, hey, why isn't there like just a specific network for games, gamers? So think of like LinkedIn, you know, where that's specific for business, you want to be specific for gaming. Um, so, you know, I bring, you know, a lot of things to the table in regard to, I've, I've run multiple businesses before, um, with this, it's now kind of my brainchild. I think that if you try to have a non-gamer try to create this, it's not going to work very well. Um, so I feel like, uh, and also my understanding of digital marketing and how we're going to be able to reach out to people, it's really going to bring a lot to the table. Okay, um, so I, I do I'm have one or two other, 
I, I want to take a moment. I really want to impress the point on my, my listeners, my viewers, that you're just the idea guy. Like you don't have to be the person who does the work. You just have to be the guy who comes up with the idea and then find the people who does it, right? Oh, absolutely. Right. So I um, came up with the idea. I actually have a developer that I work with um, that I'm not actually using on this project that I've used in the past. And so, you know, I sat down and I came up with a 16 page Google sheet of these are the things I'm looking for. And it's, it's a lot. I, I went to a couple other professional companies. They're telling me half a million dollars to build, $200,000 to build. But, you know, I was able to find someone else and they're doing an amazing job. They're actually fresh out of college and um, it's just incredible. Um, but no, I myself, um, I, I'm delegating the things that I don't know, but the things that I do know, you know, I, I obviously do. Fantastic. Okay. So let's kind of dive into the realm of what you do know, because I'm sure you just have a ton of useful advice that other gamerpreneurs maybe looking to start a business or are currently in a business or a streamer or esports player, you know, the marketing, what, what do they need to know about marketing? What's like the key, like five things you could tell anybody? Uh, like five things. So to be honest, me, like the first thing I'm always going to do is I'm always going to look and see what other people are doing. Um, you know, see the people that got there first and try and figure out how they got there. Uh, see if it's a repeatable process, see if it's you know worthwhile to go down that road or was that road done just so long ago that you can't repeat that process. Okay. Um, you know, uh, so to me, you know, that's definitely one of the things, obviously you got to be different. You got to have your own niche. So, you know, you've got tons of people playing the same games, you know, what's going to make you different? How are you going to be, you know, you know, what's your secret sauce? Why are people going to want to you know, watch you versus something else? Um, is it you're funny? Is it maybe you're polarizing? Um, you know, why do I care? You know, and, you know, why am I going to watch you over somebody else? So I think that's definitely some of the things you got to have to try to understand and kind of come up with. Um, now, I'm not saying they got to be crazy and completely over the top, but, you know, there's all this link for being just your own real person um, and just you know, being who you are and, and kind of showing that because people, that's what people really like is they, they hate fakeness um, or people being fake and they can tell usually pretty quick. So, you know, what about you stands out? You know, why are people going to want to watch you? And that's something that you really got to kind of take to heart and, and really kind of think about them all over um, to, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, you're, you're doing the right thing. You're going down the right path. That's very interesting that you, you, when I ask you the question, you came straight to the top level stuff. You know, you got to put yourself out there. It's, it was top level. And, you know, you, had, you could have said, you know, go to YouTube. Because YouTube, you can get video views for four cents a, a view, right? But why, why is the top level stuff so important? Uh, I mean, I just think that that's how you're going to really survive and, and thrive in this. Uh, if you want to be, you know, kind of a one-shot or, or one minute, 15 minute wonder, whatever it is, um, you know, that's just going to be there for a few minutes or do you want the marathon? Do you want to be there for a long time and, you know, be the, the ninjas of the world that are going to get, you know, millions of dollars and, and just be around. Um, I think that's kind of what you need to do. You just need to be authentic with people. Um, okay, but so you have to have a reason for going to watch it. Okay. So it's the difference between branding and marketing then. Hmm. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah. So um, what, uh, what makes you unique? You, you tell everybody that they need to be unique, what sets them apart. What makes you special? What unique skills do you have? Um, 
I think I'm still trying to figure some of them out. Um, you know, I mean, I know the digital marketing and, and things like that. Um, but to be honest, you know, I, I'm just always like trying to figure out businesses. I just have like one of those minds that just like doesn't stop thinking about a business. Oh, in like every five seconds, I'm like, what if I did this or what if I did that? Or what if this is a business? Um, but what makes me different? Well, I, I think part of it is just taking this risk of, of trying to build this. Um, you know, digging into my pocket and trying to leverage some of my social equity to, to get people on board and, and interested. Um, you know, from talking to other people, they, they, they love the idea, but what makes me unique? Uh, I mean, I guess it, there, there is only one me, um, okay. good or bad. But, okay, so uh, you, you just mentioned digging into your, your own pocket, into, into your social equity. Would you recommend that somebody kind of build that foundation first before trying to start a business or just start with what they have and then figure it out from there? You can definitely, uh, I would definitely start with what you have. Um, you know, if, if you can get, uh, you know, a couple of friends to help you out, to, to boost you up, you know, definitely use it. But got to be honest, don't count on them. Um, you know, one of the things that, that people always say is, you know, your friends know you better usually, but they also have preconceived notions about you. So I've got friends I've known for 25 years, and they're probably going to think of, you know, something that happened like 20 years ago that's not no longer me. Um, so, you know, you, you got to do it on your own, but, you know, you probably have some people there that will back you up and, you know, help you and, and try and push you. Um, so if you, can, if you can leverage that, you know, I would. Okay. Now, uh, this question is not necessarily directed toward any one thing, but uh, I'll let you kind of how, answer however you want. What resources are you using or relying on right now? So either software or equipment or individuals, companies, that sort of thing. Okay. And it could be either um, for so, marketing, it could be for your current business, you know, whichever. Sure. Um, well, like, I mean, I could just answer kind of for both. Um, with the digital marketing, um, you know, I use... Um, there's, I mean, there's like Ahrefs, SEM, Rush. Um, these are things that all basically kind of help you get your idea of your analytics and where what's going on with your website. Um, I, I'm a big user of ClickFunnels. Uh, I love ClickFunnels. Um, I think you might feel the same, similar as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know what else do I use? Uh, Trello. Trello is great, free, um, like CRM or it's, um, you know, it, it can do a lot of different things. And again, doesn't cost any money. Um, Calendarly is another great thing to make an appointments, keep an appointments. Um, what else do I use? Uh, I use Google Docs. Thank you so much because I, I use Calendarly uh, as well. And you just told me that I can integrate Zoom with it. And I've been like sending emails like, here's the link. I had to set it all up myself. So thank you so much. <laughs> oh, no problem. So yeah. Um, and actually, there's another one. You, you just run me called Zapier. Z-A-P-I-E-R. What it does is it interconnects with other um, software and that's, that's all it does. It's meant to like build pieces together. Um, so you can use uh, Calendarly to work with Zoom. And then I was able to even have it go through Trello. And so basically it, it would set up um, uh, different cards in Trello. And then it could do even more stuff too. Um, but to be honest, uh, using Zapier after it does, once it gets to that third thing it's going to do, then they want to kind of charge you. And I really feel like paying for it just right now, right with what I'm currently doing. So, um, but there's more stuff they can do uh, even further. So there's a lot of different ways to um, streamline and automate your processes.
Okay. So definitely uh, take a look at Zapier and most big programs uh, work through through that. Okay. Uh, uh, as for you know uh, the LG Nexus, you know we we just really use a lot of uh, Google Sheets, Google Docs to to keep things in order. Um, you know the system um, is uh, something that you know we've had a developer work on, um, and we'll be using again uh, Zapier to export different types of reporting that we could tell and have often people are coming in things like that. Um, I use Zoom all the time. Um, I think I might have mentioned that one earlier. Um, what other programs do I use? Oh, uh, I use, um, well, I use Zoom. I, I do Screencast-O-Matic. It's like um, a screen, it'll record your screen. Um, so I think that was like $20 a year or something like that. It's not really expensive. Um, I do also have Camtasia. Um, so those are, uh, as well as Photoshop. Um, I don't really use Illustrator, but um, yeah, those are, those are a lot of the programs that I use. Beautiful. Wonderful. Thank you so much. That's a lot of, lot of helpful tools right there. Sure. Most of them are actually really cheap too. Something to consider. Um, that, yeah, you know, everything you just mentioned was free. There was only a couple there that were charged. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So um, can I take you back in time for a second? Absolutely. And so, you know, you've, you've come a long way in the past 11 years. Um, in 2008, I graduated from college myself and walked out into the worst recession we've had since the Great Depression. But you were already in business. So if you could go to yourself just as everything fell apart and you said, you know, Adam, in 11 years, you're going to be here. This is what you need to do to like 10x that and really like build something. What would you tell yourself? I guess. A lot of it would be sometimes I try to over prepare and uh, be like, or, or kind of what you'd consider analysis paralysis. So I'm over analyzing, overthinking things. And just sometimes you just have to do stuff and, you know, kind of figure it out as, as you go. And even if it happens for, you know, just like one customer, or one client that, that maybe it's a little bit rougher it's going to help you understand the rest for, for other clients and, and for how uh, you push forward with that. Um, so, you know, just don't be afraid to jump in. I mean, if you make a mistake, it's not going to be the end of the world. I guess that's just kind of where things are. I think people are just too like, Oh, everybody, everything has to be perfect. And don't get me wrong. That's me too. Um, and I'm trying to still kind of get through that myself, but um, you know, just kind of, you know, it's okay to dive in and you don't have to be have a hundred, percent everything taken care of before you before you take this chance absolutely or, or before you make that and actually i was a lot like you um it's always to that point like it, i gotta do a little more just a little more and it just never seemed like it was done until one day i said i can't do this because it was getting in my way so i, I came up with a quick expression it's it needs to be done not pretty so you can just get it done and don't worry about pretty. Pretty always comes later. You can worry about you know, iterations later. Just get it done, see how it works. If it doesn't work, you know it doesn't work. If it does work, hey, cool, now you have money to pay for it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, I, I completely agree. I, I think that um, if I had started doing that earlier, that probably would help me uh, tremendously. And to be honest, I'm still kind of working on that as well. Okay. You know, even right now. All right, so for brand new business owners out there, you got any advice for them? Sure. Um, you know, one of the things uh, I'm always going to tell you, and, and I'm sure you're probably familiar uh, with this term, but I would always, you know, what we call ethically hack uh, your competition. 
see what they're doing, trying to understand them. Um, you know, and, you know, some of the people that, that we follow, um, they'll even tell you, maybe even buy their own product. You know, so, so kind of depending on what you're trying to do with this business, um, but you're trying to be, you know, get into a promoter and you're selling something that is already out there, looking to figure out their process. Maybe there's another way that they're making money on the back end that you just haven't realized. Um, or maybe it could be something um, just completely um, just different that you're, you haven't ever, you know, just, just really just, you know, look and see what everybody else is doing. And if there isn't something on the market like it, you know, that that's great. Um, maybe there's a particular reason why. Um, maybe uh, you know, maybe it sounded great to you, but there's some other people that were a little concerned. But uh, you know, definitely, you know, just do your research. Really, um, you know, again, don't over prepare, but just kind of do your research. Make sure everything looks good. Make sure you have a business plan of you know how you're gonna actually make money realistically on this, and um, you know, just. Make sure, also make sure you get the .com version for your website. Um, that's really important from an SEO guy. I'll tell you, don't go for .net. And I'd be concerned about some of the .ggs. I mean, maybe if you're you know, doing game stuff, that might kind of work, but you might also have the .com version of it as well. Um, so yeah, you know, just, you know, it's great, you know, be careful, but, um, you know, still be open to what you're doing. I, I think that's incredible. I'm, I'm a huge fan of, getting other people to start their own businesses. I think it's a great idea. Um, that's what, you know, the country's kind of made up on, Absolutely. but, um, you know, just be a little cautious, but, you know, have an escape plan and, you know, just don't go too crazy at first. Fantastic advice. That's beautiful advice. Thank you so much. Actually, you, uh, you mentioned something kind of at the beginning there of, of your answer that I kind of want to address. So you were saying that you and I kind of learn from the same circles. Like we have mm -hmm. that kind of connection on uh, our the, the mentors that we have, at least when it comes to like website building and, and funnel building. Um, a lot of people nowadays think that you can get everything for free. And it's true. You pretty much can get almost everything for free is in terms of education from like YouTube or uh, Udemy or somewhere else. But I mean, even that Udemy, you pay a few bucks. How important is it to pay for education? So I think you have to be careful. You know, there's always the whole thing of, you know, you get what you pay for. So sometimes getting a lot of this education for free is only kind of what you're paying for. Um, I think that there are a lot of people that you can learn from that, you know, that you do pay for. Um, you know, some of those people that we, we've talked about, I spent thousands of dollars learning from. And, you know, to me, it was basically, basically paying for like a summer or a semester in college. I mean, it's, you know, kind of some of the price tags that I've paid, but I've, I've just learned so much more from these people that I know and trust that have been through the process. And I see because they're, you know, way up here where, you know, I'm getting started down here. Um, you know, one of the other things, you know, that we talk about are, um, you know, basically, in, I hope this is okay, uh, that name, Tony Robbins, he does that, you know, decades into days. So he does this program where basically he's going to give you like a decade worth of information in a day. I mean, you can learn a lot from these people that have you know been there and done that. And I'm sure that some of them write some free content or that sort of thing. Usually it's kind of a hook or what they call a trip, uh, tripwire into a, a larger program that uh, you're going to pay for. You know, they'll give you just, you know, it's, it's kind of a drug dealer thing. It's like just enough to kind of get, uh, get people hooked. But, you know, I've, I'll be honest, I've invested money in, in some of these programs, and I personally feel like I've gotten a lot out of it, even though it's things I haven't quite used yet. 
um, the knowledge that I've gained, I've also been able to help other people with. Um, and so, you know, I, I'm glad I did those things. Uh, and was in a position where, you know, I, I, I could pay for these things. There's nothing wrong with learning stuff from um, YouTube. I do it all the time. Um, you know, it's great. You know, I definitely don't stop learning. But, um, you know, also keep in mind a little bit of where you're getting your information from. Sure. And it takes time. It takes time to try to find it on YouTube to compile it. Maybe the video is not there. You got to figure it out yourself or go to Quora. Maybe there's an answer there. You know, a lot of sales pitches there too, but uh, mm. definitely. And there's lots of free content out there. I went to an event yesterday. It actually today's the second day, but I skipped it just to have this interview with you. Oh, and, oh well, thank you. Yeah. I sent my wife instead. <laughs> She's taking okay. my notes for me. Uh, but it's the, it's the guy who actually trained Tony Robbins, Russell Brunson, Les Brown on sales. Like he's the, the, like the OG sales guy and tens of thousands of dollars for his training, but it's absolutely worth it. He guarantees that you're going to make triple your investment in the first year. Mm -hmm. True. And that's the other thing is you got to be coachable. You know, you've got to be someone that's going to be willing to, to listen to what you hear. And these people are going to, you know, might not make sense at times. You know, um, like, I don't understand why, you know, you have to go, you know, A, B, C, D, E. Why can't I just go A, B, D, you know, E? And, and there's reasons behind it, you know, behind these frameworks that they create and try to help you down the path. You might not see it immediately, but um, they're there for a reason. Absolutely. They're not wasting their breath. I, I promise you. Absolutely. Um, so uh, let's talk about you a little more personally, if we can. I'd like to humble you for a second, if possible. So mm -hmm. you've, um, you've built businesses. You've got a current business going on. You, you've learned digital marketing and sales and website design and all this. You've, it's absolutely fantastic, wonderful. But I, I want to know, what's something that you've failed at in life? Because I want everyone to know that you don't have to be perfect. Everybody's screwed up. Everybody's dropped the ball. Every, mistakes have been made, so to speak. I mean, I'll be honest, when I was younger, I was horrible about keeping a job. Um, to like, I got addicted to LARPing <laughs> and I would like skip like work to go to jobs if it was like a, a job that I like worked over the weekend. Um, so for, you know, and this is, you know, when I was probably in my early 20s, so it wasn't like a, like a real like significant job. Um, but, you know, it's um, there's been times like, yeah, I just like, well, they won't give me the weekend off, so I'm just going to not show up to work and, and just kind of dealt with it. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure that that's, you know, what else have I failed at? Um, hey, I quit a job because they wouldn't let me take the LSAT. I gave them two months warning that I had to take it, like one month warning. I got, I got a day, I have to have that day off. They scheduled me anyway. I quit. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I, okay, LARPing is definitely different than taking the LSAT. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, no, I, I get it. Um, you know, uh, to be, I mean, you know, I'll be honest, there's like a couple of different ideas for, for businesses that I've tried to build that just like didn't work. Um, I know that we're talking about courses. I built a SEO course. Um, I spent, and this kind of trying to be overprepared and things like that. Um, I spent probably a good three or four weeks working on it. Um, I had 35 different videos uh, that I put together. Um, I ran, tried to run, kind of doing the whole perfect webinar sort of pitch. Mm -hmm. um, I did like four or five webinars that had maybe one person on it. That, you know, and these, I was paying Facebook ads to get them on there and just, it, it wasn't really actually working. Um, so that didn't really work out. I mean, I still have all the videos and stuff like that. I, I built, I wrote a um, 
about a 16-page book on how to SEO your website, how to use blogs, and how to, um, you know, get people's, just kind of the whole digital marketing thing. Uh, I mean, I still have that, and I can still apply that. However, trying to build this course to teach people to do SEO just did not work. Um, and so that kind of sucked. I mean, I still have all the assets and stuff like that, but that was a good easily month, month and a half that uh, I wound up spending between putting it all together and trying to do the webinars and um, just trying to push forward. Um, one thing cool that actually came out of it though, is that um, I, I just joined, you know, one of these big, big, you know, um, uh, groups and I was spending, oh God, it was like almost $2,000 a month for this group. And um, yeah. And uh, so Actually, it, it was like one of the ClickFunnels things. And so Russell Bronson actually responded to one of my posts on Facebook. And I was like, you know, look, I'm struggling. And he brought the, you know, are you doing the hook story offer and stuff like that? And so that was actually really cool. Like he himself, or I believe it was him, I don't think someone else um, typing it out under his account. But you know, he was actually there trying to help me through the process. Wonderful. And so that was really cool. Um, but uh, no, it didn't work out. I, I, Felt at that one. And, and that's actually kind of the whole thing is, you know, you only have to have one good one, mm -hmm. you know, and, and what you made isn't a loss. You still have yeah. all that content. If you made something else yeah. and added that as a bonus, that's, you know, potentially several thousand dollars worth of content there. Exactly true. So, I mean, you know, while it, it didn't work, you know, it's, it's okay because I've, and, and this, you know, to be fair, I guess I probably, you know, there's been a couple of other little businesses I've tried to do like that that just haven't worked out. But every time I learn something either about myself or just about the process. And I think that's the best way that you can help grow yourself and, and grow, um, you know, your own experiences that you can, you know, also share with people. I, I have a 15 year old daughter. She knows how to build funnels. She knows all this stuff. She can make her listen to Russell Brunson with me or, you know, she's, you know, out there kind of doing her own thing too. And so, you know, Fantastic. learning for yourself and also passing it on, I think is, is important. Wonderful. That's so wonderful. You're passing it on to the next generation, you know, because I, I plan on doing the same to my daughter. Like my parents had, there was no business ownership. There was no entrepreneurship. It was get a job. Mm -hmm. And I, I, that's absolutely will not be the lesson I teach my daughter. Awesome. So actually to be fair, I actually come from a different um, family. Uh, my father's had several of his own businesses. Um, my mother as well. Uh, I've got a younger brother. He's a chiropractor. He runs his own business. Um, you know, so, and, you know, I've done it too. So at, at least one point in all of my immediate family's lives, we've had our own business, um, you know, and kind of, you know, you get to see how that works and how things go. And it's, you know, it's different. You know, most people kind of come more from a, get a job, keep it, you know, simple, keep it stable, and do that for your whole life and you know that works for some people um, um i like the idea of kind of letting it rest on my shoulders and you know let me figure these things out and, you know i can either succeed succeed or fail on my own and you know if it's okay i'll fail i'll learn i'll share it with people um but uh you know that's how you can really test yourself but it kind of goes back to the whole rich dad poor dad book if you're a that Absolutely. That's the book that changed me. That was mm -hmm. the one. Exactly. Um, I actually remember not too long ago, I, I found the audio book for like five bucks in some bargain bin little uh, thing. I don't know if it was at Walmart or some other store. 
And so I bought it because I'd heard of it and I threw it in. It's what, like maybe six or seven hours in the car. It wasn't a big deal. And it just really just kind of hit me. I really just liked it. I like what you're saying. And, you know, it's more about having confidence and belief in yourself that you're going to be able to do these things. Sure. I, really, for me, it was mm-hmm. the, the end where he talks about the difference between carrying the buckets and building the pipeline. Once, like, it clicked for me that you don't have to do the work, I'm like, mm-hmm. what? I don't have to do the work? <laughs> All right. So, Adam. Well, so that's it. And that's kind of what you were asking me. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, um, just just real quick, um, you were asking me about that earlier. Like, you know, I, I brought the, I got, had the idea. So how, you know, and I'm not developing it, that sort of thing. It's like, I don't have to. I can do the things that I know well. And then I can outsource to people that know things well and have them do those things. You don't have to do everything yourself. I don't have to go learn how to become a developer. It's going to take years, you know, but, and it doesn't mean I should just completely not do something just because I can't do one aspect of it. That's I mean, right. there's going to be tons of aspects I can't do. And that's why you have companies, you know, with, you know, C-level employees that are doing all these different things. And that's, that's part of it. You want the best person for the best job. Well, this has been an absolutely wonderful interview, Adam. You've just given so much value. I, I thank you so sincerely. Um, how do people find you? How do they get in touch with you? Um, so, uh, yeah, if people go to uh, lfgnexus.com or um, that's where you'll see your page. You'll see a little bit more of what we're doing. Uh, from there, you can click the link. You can actually go in and join um, our, our platform. Uh, like I said, things are still working. Uh, we're still working on things, but it's in a good place. You still come in. You can talk to people, have your friends build groups, talk about stuff. Um, additionally, we're on Facebook. Um, and, you know, it's just uh, facebook.com forward slash LFG Nexus or Twitter, just, you know, at LFG Nexus and uh, Instagram as well, again, at LFG Nexus. Wonderful. And, um, so that's usually just the easiest way. Um, and uh, we do have a mailing list that once you kind of join the program, we, we uh, get people into that as well. Um, where you'll know what's going on. For example, you know, we'll have something come out a little bit later today that says, you know, um, here's some things to expect in the beta that you'll, or that will be coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, or that, oh, we just got uh, picked to do a pitch at the Atlanta Tech Village um, for five, well, you know, for five minutes in front of investors and, and other people in the industry. Beautiful. That's fantastic. Good for you guys. Mm-hmm, yeah. All right. Yeah, so- we're really excited. So is there anything else you want to talk about or bring up or I didn't ask, you know, before we wrap this up? Um, you know, just, uh, you know, just always just keep pushing, keep working. Just, you know, it's tough. You know, one of the best things that I can tell you, you know, is being an entrepreneur is your mindset. That is going to be huge. You, you know, you're going to just have crappy days. It might even be a couple in a row. You just got to, you know, kind of rise up. You got to push on. You got to move through. Um, you know, it's not easy, you know, especially when it's all on you or maybe you're counting on your friends to help with stuff and things fall through or it's, you know, you got to work on the weekends or do different things. Like like right now you're you're, you're missing a, a thing for me, which I, I really appreciate. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, I would never ask you to do that if I know that. Um but you know, just well, it's good for my wife you know, to get to go to those events too. And you just got to be just be learning in sales and marketing. <laughs> True, you know, and, and that's right. You know, if you find a partner, that'll make your life a lot easier. You know, especially some like compliments of things that 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 you don't have or that you're not good at, and it's okay. You know, sometimes you just got to face. You know, I'm not good at this, and that's okay. You know, no one's perfect at everything. 
All right. So, Fantastic. Yeah, Adam, Kristen, thank you so much for coming on today. We really genuinely appreciate it. This was wonderful. Thank you. You know, guys, you know, feel free to check us out. If there's anything else I can do, please let me know. I love, you know, trying to, again, share the information that I've learned um, with others. All right. And, and there's something about it. I really enjoy doing that. All right. Well, Adam, thank you again so much. And Gamerpreneurs, you all take it easy. Hey, if you like this podcast, I'd love to invite you to check out a little bit more about me, Dr. Bradford Carlton, Gamerpreneur. If you go to my website, www.thegamerpreneur.com slash bonus, I'm going to give you a free copy of my book, The Warcraft of Business, where I explain my history in both gaming and business and how I brought the two together in order to create some very successful companies and help a lot of people. And all you got to do is pay for shipping and processing, and I'll send you this book. I, I absolutely know you're going to love it. All right, you all take it easy.